And now, the High Tech Auto Report with Michael Garfield. It was just about a month ago that I was talking about right here on the radio program and podcast uh, about a Jeep I got to drive, and this is what I do on a weekly basis. Uh, it was the Jeep Wagoneer, and the, the Wagoneer name, first time around in, what, about 30 years that the Jeep brought it back. Very impressed. And I said it kind of reminded me of one of the cars I, I bought, and I don't buy a lot of cars, years ago in the late 90s. It was a Grand Cherokee, and I, and I think that Grand Cherokee from Jeep is, is one of the most solid iconic brands and rides that you're still to this minute are going to find on the road. So I was very happy to see what pulled up into my driveway this week as I get to test drive directly from the manufacturers on a regular basis. It was the brand new Jeep Grand Cherokee. Ah, but not just the regular Grand Cherokee, baby. It is outdoors and rugged time. It was the Grand Cherokee Summit. So for the next few minutes, I'm going to tell you, give you my thoughts and more than happy to take your calls at 713-212-5950. You could find me hightechtexan.com, and I do thank you for downloading the podcast. If you're not listening live, Grand Cherokee, if you think about it, it is. Um, I'm gonna. We're gonna call it a. It's certainly an SUV. We're gonna go mid-sized SUV. And uh, the new 2022 model, from uh, all I could tell and read, and, and, and actually experienced for a week or so, uh, there's a number of improvements in this year's model. I think the performance is still solid, um, and in, especially this one because there's a lot of off-road capabilities. Now, listen, I don't get to go a lot of off-roading here in the Houston area. Uh, it's just a but Houston is just a flat, freeway-infested city. But uh, I, I was able to, uh, you know, find a little dirt here and there, and uh, just look at some of the things that were built and the way it's actually designed. I could just tell this is absolutely ready for the road, but also ready for the off-road. Now, the Grand Cherokee itself has a number of different trim levels. You can start with the Laredo, which I think I had a Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo. That was the one that I had years ago. But now we've got the Limited. There's a Trailhawk. There's an Overland. There's a Summit. And there's even a Summit Reserve. And they, you can come in two-wheel, four-wheel drive also. And the one I particularly had was the Summit. And again, that's really going to give you a little off-roading package that we'll talk a little bit later. But overall, the Grand Cherokee is... The way I look at it, and I had to go back into uh, some of the photos that I had from, gosh, what, 20 years ago or when I had a Grand Cherokee. It's certainly it more sleek, and it's lowered, all right? I don't get to drive a lot of the Grand Cherokees, but the stance and the way they design this thing is much lower and a little bit wider than before. From the outside, looking right at the front, the typical grill. I mean, uh, one of the most traditional things ever iconic you know, it features on any automobile. It's the Jeep grill. Uh, it's the seven slot grill. This one doesn't take up the entire face of the grill. This is uh, wider and shorter. Certainly, you're going to know that it's a Jeep coming from and from the front or, or behind. If you look in your rearview mirror, the LED lights, uh, they are horizontal coming on from the left side and uh, the right side of the grill, kind of like eyes. And they've got that menacing smile with the uh, the seven tooth wide slot grills. It's grim. The, uh, the, the edges, nothing too sharp, but the fact is that it's lower and the angles are a little bit different in the front and back. The, number one, I think, that it, I, I think it gave me much more stability in a ride. And when you're trying to take this thing outside on rocks and climbing, it's going to give you a lot of stability. You, you, look, you walk around, um, the, the tailgate opens up and you can adjust it to how high or how low you want to go. But uh, the cargo space is just, it's incredibly uh, impressive as, as it is. And you need it because when you get a Jeep, you're pretty much going to just throw everything back there. It's what you can. If you're going to go camping, maybe you could put a bike in there. 
but the the back uh, where you can automatically uh, raise and lower the uh, the second row uh, seats is going to give you a ton of space, which is obviously very very good because that's that's what you need it for. Because that's what you want to buy a Jeep for. I, at least that's what I would suggest buying a Jeep for. But it's the insides, obviously, that I continue to be pressed with because that's where I, I continue to say. This is where we spend most of our time. We spend ourselves inside the car. Is it luxurious? How does it sound? How are the technology features? First of all, may I talk about Macintosh speakers, the Macintosh system? I love it. It is a pretty, pretty loud 19-speaker Macintosh sound system. Again, this particular one with all the technology updates, too. But easy to get in, great headroom, easy to get out. And when you look at the controls in the front, it's got a it's it's got a knob right in the middle. And this knob is going to allow you to do things. You can actually raise and lower the car. And typical in a Jeep and typical realizing that Jeep, I think, hey, OK, we're going to go off roading. Just a flip of some buttons, you're going to go to what they, they've titled rock, sand, or mud, snow, auto, and sport. Generally, when I test these things out, I'm either playing in auto or sport mode, but the knob and the levers right there in front are easy to switch to. You also can raise and lower the car. This is a fun feature that I don't use a ton other than to actually show people, hey, watch this. You can actually raise or lower the car. It is right there, easy in reach of the driver um, on the lower uh, console right between the driver and the passenger. This obviously is going to give you a little bit more clearance to lower it. Obviously, if you really want less resi wind resistance as you're rolling down a highway, you, you can lower it as, uh, about as, as low as you need. Touchscreens are right there, easy within reach, and obviously it's the Uconnect system. Uh, I don't need to tell you about that. If you're a long-time listener of mine, you know Uconnect is top-notch in my uh, in my book. It's not as big. It's about a 10-inch screen, certainly not as big as you're going to get when a Ram, the 12-inch screen, but it's certainly capable enough, and it's 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 phenomenal. Obviously, you have to control the Macintosh sound system, everything from the nav, the Apple, the the Bluetooth, and what have you. Right in front, underneath that, you're going to get. Not one, but two USB-A's and two USB-C's. And there's an HDMI insert for the passenger. That's actually right. So the passenger actually can plug in an HDMI and start watching some video over there. The wood trim, absolutely gorgeous when you get onto this package too. It just really enhances the, the, the look, the feel. And of course, it's going to you know enhance and increase the price too. But overall, this is the type of vehicle and it's not a car and i'm going to you know, go suv there's much bigger suvs and at some point i'm going to get to driving the uh the grand the grand wagoneer which is going to be from what i read and see is just one of the nicest and biggest things in the road so stand by for that i think in a few weeks but this is something that you're going to get right around the 60 62 65 000 range if you want to tow, this absolutely does it too. You may want to go with the V8 one because the V8 on the Grand Cherokee, that's going to pull about 7,200 pounds. Standard, you can go with a 3.6 liter V6 because that can tow also about 6,000 pounds or so. This is, I, I'm going to call it a head turner because of the relatively newer design. You're used to seeing Grand Cherokees because this profile is a little bit lower. Absolutely love it. The approach ground angle, the ruggedness on the outside, but getting inside—that's the neat thing. And and so, when I when I give you reviews, I tell you uh, to give you some ideas. I, I absolutely have reamed vehicles before, going, "This is absolutely not worth your time." The other ones, I always say, but at least get into it. Because what I find as a reviewer may be something that you need. Listen, I'm in my 50s. My kids are graduated. They're older. I don't schlep kids around to soccer games. I really don't do a lot of camping. You may. You may want to find a lower price point. So I will recommend always go to a dealer. Find a buddy who may happen to have one of these. Whatever you want to test and get in it. But there's no way that you're going to get into this particular one, the, grand, the new 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Any trim that you want from the Laredo all the way up to the Summit Reserve.
and you're not going to love this thing because it really is nice. Now, can you find it in dealerships? Is it worth the price? I know Jeep holds their value. These are the things that you also have to take in consideration. But for me, absolutely. If I'm in the market for something like this, I'm going to get a Jeep. I would get a Jeep and I would get something like this. Not sure if I get the summit because I don't off-road a lot, but I'm not picky. Whatever is on the dealership lot as of right now, coming in 2022, as we are, it's just started the year. Take what you can get, put an order in, but let the folks know, hey, there's this guy on the radio, been doing it for 15 plus years in car reviews, telling Michael Garfield said. And by the way, if you do happen to get a Jeep Grand Cherokee, send me a photo. This is what I like doing. As always, if you want me to test drive something specifically or give you some thoughts, I am here. Find me at hightechtexan.com.